everyone online. We're going to say we are so glad you're here and we appreciate your presence and your partnering with us. And we're praying that the Spirit of the Lord will make your home a sanctuary just like it is here. Welcome all our guests here today and all our members. There's a verse in Psalm 5 that says, Because of your unfailing love, O Lord, I can enter your house. So as we stand together, can we praise the Lord for His unfailing love? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord. Well, David said, we're the sheep of His pasture. We are, we are the ones that He loves and adores. And today, I believe he's going to feed us. How many believes that we're going to get fed today? No pressure, Pastor, but I think we're going to get fed today. We're going to eat of the bounty of the presence of God in this house. Real quick, just, just this little bit here. Hebrews 11 talks about all the heroes of faith, the, the patriarchs, the matriarchs, all of that. And then there's a group called Others, no names. How many knows we the others? And the Bible says about those others that the world wasn't worthy of them. But it also says this, without us, they couldn't be made perfect. How many knows today? We're encamped about with a great cloud of witnesses. How many knows we're encamped about with a great cloud of witnesses? You know what they're saying to us? They're saying, run this race. Pursue my presence. And let us now with one mind, with one voice, lift up the name that's above every name. Jesus, we welcome you in this house. Holy Spirit, we believe you to have your way to heal, deliver, to save. May the anointing of your presence rest upon us together as we enter in to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come on, let's do it. Come on, give Jesus a shout of praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. God who is, we worship the God who evermore will 
Hallelujah. Can you praise him right now? Through it all, we have learned to depend on his word and the power that is within us by his word. Amen. Praise him again. You just got to keep praising him. You can sit down for a minute. I'll have you back right back up. Just a few quick things to share with you. We have an amazing weekend coming up next weekend. On Saturday, we have our big back-to-school bash with all of our littles, all the elementary kids, and we want you to come out too. Whether you have children or not, you're the family, come out and get to know our families and be with these kids. And on Saturday night, the worship team, our youth worship team, is going to have their first worship night. That's amazing. I just kind of want to wave to everybody up there and say, we are so thankful for you. We are praying for you, and God is for you. You're going to have an amazing week. Let's stand again. I told you I was going to have you come back right back up, but I gave you a minute. I am so excited that we're about to take up our offerings and our tithes and that we're going to proclaim this declaration over us, over our families. And these are the promises of God. So every single word that comes out of your mouth today, I want you to say them with passion. I want you to say them with power. I want you to say them because you know it's the truth. You know that God is right here with you. And through it all, he's going to be here with us. So today, we're going to do our offering and our tithes, we're going to bring them into the storehouse, and we're going to say this declaration together. Because I am a tither and a giver, the windows of heaven are open to me, and God rebukes the devourer for my sake. I am blessed financially and receive a blessing that I cannot contain. I choose to show cheerfully and bountifully knowing I will reap bountifully. He makes me the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. The blessings of God are chasing me and overtaking me. Because God loves to see me prosper, I am believing him for advancements, God ideas, blessings and increases, financial freedom and breakthroughs. Say a big amen and ushers you. Will you serve the people? Hello, Regeneration Nashville. How are you today? I got two people that are happy. How are you today? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited that you are in the house. Did you have a good week? Great, great, great. Pastor Kent and I had a wonderful week. We had a, a wonderful 35th anniversary. 
said, honey, take me someplace I've never eaten before for our anniversary. And he took me to the kitchen. We had a great anniversary. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm just so happy that you're here today. Uh, I want to say, if some of you saw the beautiful lady out here worshiping God through uh, the song, Through It All, that is Evangeline Malone, Marty and Evangeline, relocated from uh, Virginia, I believe. And the moment they got here, it just seemed like all hell came against them. And she was 75 days in the hospital. Then they both got COVID. I'm telling you what, the devil is a liar. And I declare over your life that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Where, where, where are Evangeline and Marty? Where are you? Would you stand and let us welcome you back home to Regeneration Nashville? We love you. We prayed a lot of prayers for this couple. We love you. God bless you. Uh, I also want to say to Brother Charlie Beatonbow and his beautiful wife, Linda, they are evangelists. They've traveled all over the country and around the world, and they paused for a moment to be at Regeneration National. Would you stand and let us welcome you? We're glad to have the Beatonbows. Love you. He uh, traveled on the road. Do you remember, I don't know, you may remember the rattlesnake story with Wendy Bagel and the Sunlighters and the big, remember that? He traveled and, and, uh, and played music for them. And uh, uh, so anyway, it's a great story. I hope you'll hear it sometime. But I met some folk today from different places. Did I hear Canada? Is Canada here? Canada, let us welcome you. Stand up, Canada. Where in Canada? Say again? Toronto. Well, we're honored to have you. Welcome to Nashville. So I met a lady from North Carolina. Stand up, North Carolina. Let us welcome North Carolina. Is there anybody else in the room from North Carolina? Yeah? Okay. So uh, I met uh, Oregon again today. You're back. Oregon, stand up and let us welcome you. Yeah. Okay, after that, I don't know. So where are you from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Stand up, Pennsylvania. Where are you from? Near Philadelphia. Okay, so there's another family here. Stand up. You're from Arizona. Close. So you're from, from Pennsylvania. Also near Philadelphia. Do you know these folks? No, well, y'all need to get acquainted. And then, okay, so then you're from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. So lots of Pen Pennsylvanians here. We honor you. We're welcome. We welcome you. Glad to have you here. Who else are? Sorry? Alabama. Alabama. Stand up, Alabama. We're happy to have you. Say again. 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, I love that. Stand, have your bride stand. We are, we are so glad to have you here. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. God bless you. Um, it, was there anybody else from Alabama besides them? Alabama? Stand up. All of Alabama. Excuse me. Alabama, stand up. I've embarrassed myself. We're glad to have you. Where, where in Alabama? Huntsville.
Knoxville. Okay, we're glad to have you. God bless you. Up here. Yes, sir? Montgomery. Welcome from Montgomery. Glad to have you. All right, uh, who else am I missing? Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome, Missouri. I came out to do something really weird. If you are not from this area and you have traveled from out of town to be here, would you stand? Isn't that amazing? Wow. Welcome to Nashville. Yes, we're so glad. Where are you from? Indianapolis. Welcome, Indiana. Glad to have you. Okay. We're glad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just love you guys so much, and I just love the presence of the Lord. Uh, if you so choose, I would love for you to come early and, and be with us in the prayer room. We had such an amazing prayer time today. I'm telling you, the power of God fell in the prayer room before church today. Were you in there? It was amazing. Don't you love the presence of the Lord? I just love to feel his presence. I love to be with his people. And so I was singing this song in, um, in my prayer time the other day, and I wondered if you know it. Uh, Channing was going to help me. I have decided to before me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the
sing it one time without the music. I have decided to I thank you for your presence. And God, we sense, Lord, that we stand in an unusual place today. And oh, God, heaven is bursting, I believe, with desire to release the supernatural in this place. God, we're here because there is nowhere else that we can go, that God has the life that you have. So I pray today that the gates of hell would be trampled. I pray, God, that every sickness, every demon of sickness, every disease, we curse you in the name of Jesus. And may the authority of you, Holy Spirit, manifest yourself today in this building. May the word of the Lord that goes forth today, God, resonate in every continent. Let it, God, take root in our government in Washington, D.C. I pray, Lord, God, that with our eyes this coming week, we will see reversals and changes by the power of the Lord. Now, God, in faith, we declare, hallelujah, that the atmosphere is now pregnant with the purpose of God. In the name of the Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to preach to you today on the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is mentioned in the scriptures at least 145 times in the New Testament. Kingdom literally means a king's dominion. If there is a kingdom, there has to be a king. And if there is a king, there has to be something to rule over. Or it's just another name. It's just another noun. And so there are two kingdoms in the earth that we know of. Revelation 16 calls one the kingdom of darkness. And of course, today we preach about the kingdom of God. These two kingdoms are at war with each other in the earth right now, but the only kingdom that is recognized by the courts of heaven is the kingdom of God. 
The enemy cannot tell the truth. When liberals talk, they lie. There is no more gray area. You're on the side of Jesus Christ or you're on the side of the devil. You are in between. You're not an undecided. Undecided means you have already decided. You've already made the decision. And so the court of heaven today only recognizes the authority of the kingdom of God. So every other power that is in the earth and every other authority that exerts itself outside of the kingdom of Jesus Christ is an illegal authority. That means it has no right to enforce what it wants to enforce. So much of what you're seeing today, God does not recognize. So when you go back to the word of the Lord, I want to give you some absolutes that with all of the stuff that we hear in the media, there are some things that the devil is not going to be able to stop. Ephesians 5 says the church will be a glorious church. That's not maybe, that's not we hope so, that's not if the stars line up. At the end of the day, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is coming back for a glorious church. Not a sick church, not a divided church, not an undecided church, not a weak church, not a dead church, but a glorious church without spot wrinkle or blemish, not a compromising church, not a powerless church, not a godless church, not a sin-mixed church, but a holy church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And when there is no more time, hell cannot stop the marching of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the year 2022, we are on our way uh, to fulfilling the glory uh, and the mandate uh, that God said uh, I will have a glorious church. Matthew 24 declares another absolute. The gospel will be preached to all nations. That means that whatever attempt there is to put a muzzle on the word of the Lord, uh, burn every Bible that you want to burn. Uh, but the Bible said, uh, I have made you living epistles uh, in the hearts of flesh, uh, and my word uh, has been written on you. Uh, I thank God for the Bible, but can I tell you, it's more than what I quote. Uh, it is inside of me. Uh, it is inside of you. Uh, it is marinated in our spirit. We meditate it on the night seasons. We get up in the morning and we quote it. We don't have to have it before us because it is marrow of our bones. And the word of the Lord shall be preached to all nations and hell cannot stop it. 
There will never, never be a law passed. There will never be a regime. There will never be a president. There will never be a prime minister that will have the authority to shut down the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You kill one, another will stand in its place. For the gospel shall be preached to all nations. The third absolute, Revelations 20 says this, that one angel is going to take the old rascal devil that has run a monk and run loose, and in one moment, one angel will take a hold of the devil, wrap him up in a chain, and say, sit down for 1,000 years. And there will not be one thing that the devil can do about it. He will sit like a petulant child who has been scolded by a parent and been told, don't say anything until I tell you to talk. And with all of the power that we have seen the devil manifest in this hour, when God says that Kairos moment, uh, the absolute is this, that the devil will be set down uh, by the angel of the Lord, uh, and there will be no resistance by him in the earth. Philippians chapter 2 says this, and it cannot be stopped. Every knee shall bow at the name of Jesus. Barbara Streisand is going to bow at the deity of Jesus Christ. George Soros is going to bow at the name of Jesus Christ. Joe Biden is going to get on his little feeble knees, and he's going to bow at the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Nancy Pelosi will bow at the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every liberal Supreme Court judge will bow at the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what position you hold. It doesn't matter who you think you are. There will be a day that every knee believer and unbeliever will walk before God Almighty mighty in the flesh and they will bow down and confess that Jesus is a son of God not just a man riled up today in the Holy Ghost <laughs> Hebrews chapter 2 says this or Habakkuk says the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. That's not maybe. Someday we hope it will. But the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. That means Canada with their sorry premier Trudeau cannot stop the entire move of the Lord that's coming in the earth. That means in New Guinea, hallelujah, Portugal, China, doesn't matter the darkest places in Africa. It means in the heart of India, it has over three million gods with their magnificent temples that on the lips of everyone will be the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That with all of the attempt, if we can understand what is happening in the spirit realm. Scripture says that the enemy has come out, come down to wear out the saints. But it's also possible that the saints can wear out the enemy. May you and I be one of those that when the devil sees us come and go, no, not them. Not them. That when we begin to pray, the enemy just goes, well, that's it. It's going to happen. Can't stop it. Why? Because we've wore them out. That's why we keep coming to church. That's why we keep praying. That's why we keep fasting. Because we are here, hallelujah, to release the word of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 2 says this, all things, not some things, not a few things, not half, all things are going to be put under the feet of Jesus. That's an absolute. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. We're not moved by what we see. We're moved by what has been said. And if God has already addressed it, then it doesn't matter what we hear. We are not living by what they are saying. We are living by what God has already declared. And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the enemy does in your life. Hallelujah. It matters what you believe by the power of the Lord. And before Jesus comes back, the scripture says, all things are going to be put under the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? Jesus never comes back to the earth for the church. The Bible says we leave the earth and we meet him in the heavens. But there will come a day, this same Jesus whom you have seen go away, shall so come again in like manner as you have seen him go. And the Bible says that his feet, when they come down, are going to touch the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. And the moment his feet hit it, the, the mountain is going to break open in half. And Jesus, hallelujah, will rule and reign. And the Bible says he will govern the nations. 
from Jerusalem. That is an absolute. So the first mention that we find of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, heaven and God are interchangeable, both talking about the same content. The scripture says that here comes a unusual looking man. He's not been schooled at the feet of Gamaliel. He doesn't dress in Levitical garb. Though his dad was one of the priests, he stepped from a different realm. And the scripture says that one day John has been in the wilderness and the Holy, Holy Ghost has been teaching him and schooling him. And he is, he's different from everybody else. And one day when he's 30 years old, the Holy Spirit hits him and says, it's time. And here comes John the Baptist. He could not help himself. There is this holy unction in him that says, I've got to preach. All he knows is there's something in him that God's been putting in him. And he shows up and he comes into the area where the people are. And he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He didn't say it's coming. He didn't say somewhere in the future God's going to do something. He stood up and he said, repent. In other words, make preparation because there's something unusual getting ready to hit your cities, to hit your culture, to hit your lifestyle. And he said, it is the kingdom of heaven. Can I declare to you today get ready for the kingdom of God is at hand not just in the United States of America but it is at hand in every nation in the earth the glory of the Lord saith God is being released in an unprecedented moment by the power of God God always comes to a unexpected way when we see in the future what God is doing we will look and say never saw it that way we're in the midst of the suddenlies hallelujah we're in the midst of great things The disciples came to Jesus, and of all of the things about Jesus' ministry that moved them, it wasn't the miraculous, even though I, it must have been an amazing thing to watch Jesus heal ten lepers, because leprosy in the Old Testament, you know, those people, <clears throat> I mean, their noses are rotting off, their appendages are rotting off. Uh, they're hideous to look at. <clears throat> and Jesus would just look at them and say, be clean. And they'd look now, oh my, everything's clean. Got my fingers back. Arms grow back out. Faces became beautiful, skin like a baby's. But the thing that impressed them about Jesus as they would be sitting around the fire in the evening time and they would hear him in the distance. 
oh, Father. He would begin to pray. Can you imagine what it must have been like to hear this sinless man pray to the Father? The conversation that went on between Jesus. and Whenever you hear somebody that has really gotten in the realm of the Spirit begin to pray, it'll do something to you. You can't help it. And they would look at each other and go, he makes me feel something. I wish I could pray like that. And one day they came to Jesus and they said, we want you to teach us how to pray. The trap I think the church has fallen into is we did not realize that what Jesus said was not something that we have to recite. It was a mode. It was a pattern. <clears throat> it was a template <clears throat> on the context of how we are to talk to the Lord. It's all right to recite the Lord's Prayer, but it's deeper than that. And Jesus looked at him. He said, when you pray, you say, our Father. The moment that you say, our Father, you are declaring two things. You did not create yourself, and that you have a Father, so that makes you a child. So it means you're not in charge. So he set the moment. He said, you can't come into the presence of God without acknowledging that he is your father. <clears throat> and he said, you say, our father who is in heaven, holy, reverent, hallowed. I, I, I hear this in the spirit. God says, I'm going to restore sacred things back to the earth. Sunday. <clears throat> One of the things the enemy has done is taken everything that is sacred and desecrated it. There's nothing sacred in the house of the Lord anymore. I, I, I like to tape some old shows, and one of them is sometimes I'll tape the Ed Sullivan show because I just like to see a lot of these stars that they started out on there before anybody knew who they were really. But when they show the audience in the Ed Sullivan show, everybody's got on a suit, a tie. Women are all dressed up. We lost somewhere the sacredness of the house of the Lord. Now, it doesn't mean that we have to wear suits, all right? That's not what I'm saying. But there has to be a respect for the house of God. That's why we tell our ushers, tell them if they come in and sit down with a can of Coke in their hand, we're going to ask you to take it out. Because the house of the Lord is not a time to bring in a cup of coffee or eat a donut. Why? Because it's disrespectful to the presence of the Lord. You have the King of kings and the Lord of lords in this building. Now, we have, you know, there's a coffee shop out there, and, and, and I'm all for all, of, all the fellowship. But when you get, 
One of the reasons God hasn't shown up is because he's not been reverent. He's not been reverenced. And so when we come in here, we reverence the Lord. And so the Lord, he, he says, hallowed be thy name. And then he said this. This is the first thing he said, you are declare. Thy kingdom come. Not, Lord, will you bless me with a gift? Lord, I got a need I need you to fix. God, will you come and partner with me in my personal vision and help it to be fulfilled? He said, no. He said, this is Jesus. He said, the first thing you pray is, thy kingdom come. Not my kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Then he said, thy will be done. Hallelujah. That means, that's why Jesus always prayed, not my will, but thy will be, oh God. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. How? In earth like it already is. In heaven. That's what Jesus told them when we find him referencing the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God belongs to the Father. That's what it says in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom. So the kingdom belongs to the Father. But Jesus is the door into the kingdom. And the Holy Ghost is the power of the kingdom. So if you exclude Jesus, you can't get in the kingdom. And if you exclude the Holy Ghost, you have no power in the kingdom. So the three work together, hallelujah, to make the kingdom of God powerful in the spirit. Now I want to give you just some references here that you might not have thought about, but in Matthew 4 and Mark 1, when Jesus started his ministry, he came preaching about the gospel of the kingdom. Luke 9, 1 and 2, when Jesus brought his disciples together, the Bible said he gave them power and authority over all devils and to perform cures. And he said, preach the kingdom of God. When Jesus brought the 70 unto him that he sent out two by two, he sent them into the cities and he declared to them, preach the kingdom of God. Acts 20, Paul declared, I have preached the kingdom of God. Philip in Acts declared, I have preached the kingdom of God. Acts 1 and 3, after resurrection, Jesus spoke of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now think about this for a moment. Jesus has come out of the grave. He is not what he went into, the grave. He said at Calvary, it is finished. He fulfilled that mandate on him as the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. So there is no longer any need for blood to be put on the mercy seat in heaven 
But the Father and the court of heaven have been satisfied that the sinless blood of Jesus has so much efficacy that it literally washes away all of the sins that have ever been committed in the history of the world or that shall ever be. That's the power of the blood of Jesus. So when Jesus comes out of the grave and he has ascended unto the Father and he has been given a name that is above every name, he comes back to the earth in that 24-hour period and he begins to appear to the disciples. The Bible said that for the next 40 days, all Jesus could talk about was things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Because up until crucifixion, even though the earth belonged to God and the fullness thereof, God never acquiesced or advocated the ownership of the earth to the devil. Never. The very beginning, the earth was created for God, and he, everything in it belongs to him. But he did recognize the fact that the devil had legal authority over the earth that it had been given to him by the first Adam. And so you have a earth that belongs to God, but you have an authority that is recognized by heaven that belongs to the devil. So no wonder Jesus is talking about things pertaining to the kingdom of God because he now recognizes the facts that the devil no longer is recognized by the courts of heaven as having any legal authority in the earth, that all power in heaven and earth have now been given unto Jesus Christ, and the heavens recognize him as the supreme authority. You say, then how did he do the things that he did? Because... Even though the devil had legal authority in the earth, he only had it over people that had not been regenerated by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus was a sinless man. So from the very moment that he started his ministry, he had authority to do whatever he wanted to do. That's why he could cast out devils and heal the sick and, and, and cause people that were dead to come back to life because he was operating individually in what you and I are operating in today. What he was excited about was the very fact that the kingdom of God is no longer relegated to just him. But he is declaring, I want to talk to you about the kingdom of God. And he begins to tell them, guys, it's changing. I know you don't understand everything I'm talking about, but he said, I need you to hang out in Jerusalem because you're getting ready to be endued with power from on high. And he said, listen, this kingdom that you're getting ready to walk into is unprecedented. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Can I tell you prophetically that we are stepping over into the greatest outpouring of the kingdom of God that mankind has ever seen 
in the history of creation. We are not coming. We are there. Today you are healed. Today you are set free. Today you have authority over all the power of the enemy. Not I hope so. It's coming someday. It is already here. So we ask ourselves then, what is the kingdom of God? It is not what in times past has been taught. The kingdom of God is not we're taking over politics. It's not the mayor and the congressman and the president. Everybody's going to be a Christian. That's not the kingdom of God. I don't have any problem with that. I'm not sure it will ever happen. But for, for us, Jesus, the Bible said there was a day when they came and they were going to take him by force to become king. And the scripture says he just slipped away from them because the kingdom of God was not about setting up a natural kingdom because then you're on the same plane as the Romans and they had better weapons. They had more money. They had more people. They had better armies. And whenever you fight a natural enemy on his plane, you're going to lose. This is why we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the destruction. The pulling down of strongholds. You don't have to leave your bedroom to achieve victory. You can do it in your little closet with shoes sitting there off the side, praying in the Holy Ghost without ever leaving that place. Why? Because you're not battling in the natural. You are battling and you are commanding in the spirit realm. <clears throat> you do not have to go to the club and yank your children out of there and say, I dedicated you to the Lord. How dare you get drunk in here? Listen, you can do it in your prayer closet and the Holy Ghost will go inside that thing, convict them and all of a sudden they'll say, I can't do this and come home and say, Mama, I decided that I'm giving my heart to the Lord. That's when you pray in the kingdom of God. So, 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, the kingdom of God is not in word, but it's power. It's not just in, we've had so much teaching over the last 40 years, all of us should be geniuses. We ought to be, be able to speak Greek and Hebrew, and there are so many books, <clears throat> thousands and hundreds of thousands of books. But the Scripture here says the Word of God is not in word, 
Paul understood that. He said, I do not come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but I come in the power and in the demonstration of the Spirit of the Lord. And so, it is not by might, it's not by natural giftings, but it's by the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says the kingdom of God is not in word, but it is in power. Hallelujah. It is in power. This is why years ago you could take men that did not have good grammar, had not been educated, but they could stand up. And when the Holy Ghost would come upon them, they would begin to preach the word of the Lord. And as they preached, places were shaken under the anointing of God. Miracles began to take place. They came by the thousands to hear men preach under the power of the Holy Ghost. And so it's not our teaching It's not our education that is the kingdom of God, but it's the power of the Holy Ghost. This is why there is such opposition to that part of the Trinity is the Holy Ghost is the power of God in this hour. Romans 14 and 17 says this, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. What he's referring to, Paul is, he said the kingdom of God is not the natural sacrificial system that the Jews were practicing. It was not all of the many ordinances of washing and and all of these things. He said it's not meat and drink. He said it is righteousness, peace, and joy. Where? In the Holy Spirit ghost. Hallelujah. I would that every one of you would speak in tongues today by the power of the Holy Ghost because when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, Paul said this, when you speak in tongues, you are declaring mysteries of God in the atmosphere. What are we doing? We are coming to agreement with the Holy Ghost and the enemy cannot understand what we are saying. We are prophesying in We are declaring in code. And demons are going, what are they saying? I don't like that. It makes me nervous. But it is the power of the word of God through the kingdom of the Lord. So then you come down to how do you get into the kingdom of the Lord? Jesus told Nicodemus, who was a scholar, he was part probably the Sanhedrin council. He looked at him and he said, except ye be born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So entrance into the fullness requires, hallelujah, being born again. Once you are born again, and this is why Jesus comes back to, and he says, the kingdom of God is like a little child. Remember that? He would, 
He says, you have got to be like a child to enter into the kingdom of God. Why? Because they're guileless. They think their daddy can do anything. I had Jasmine convinced. We'd stop somewhere to eat, and before we got back in the car, I'd just pick up a few little rocks off the ground, and we'd be driving down a road. I'd say, Jasmine, I can pull a rock out of your head. <laughs> no, Dad. And, you know, I had it tucked there in a little fold, and I just reach over there, and I said, watch this. Go, boom. Say, see? And she was convinced I could pull rocks out of her head. <laughs> Why? Because she believed in her dad. But that's what the Lord was saying about the kingdom, is that you have to be born again because it brings back that innocence, brings back that freshness. Hallelujah of faith in the things of the Lord. And you just start thinking, God can do anything. Hallelujah. And you think, well, I may, for with God, nothing is impossible. He can even make a rock come out of your head if he wanted to. And so the Lord begins to speak here, and he said, the way you get into the kingdom of the Lord is you have to have the born-again experience. And there's a lot of debate on what it means to be born again. Obviously, I don't think you have to speak in tongues to be born again. But speaking in tongues is a gift. And if you want the power of the kingdom, you've got to speak in tongues. That's what we believe in this church. I, I, it's what I find in the Bible. I, I'm amazed at how many people reject tongues and yet the very first time the church has ever birthed, they spoke in tongues. Why? Because if you go back to the Tower of Babel, God brings confusion to humanity with multiple languages. And they are now so confused they cannot communicate. When God got ready at Pentecost, he reversed what he did at the Tower of Babel. And the Bible said there were 70 nations that were present, representing the entire earth, the multiple languages. And they did not all speak with one language. God took language, hid it with the Holy Ghost fire, and each of them said, we hear them speak in our own tongue. What happened? He brought back unity. And when he brought back and got rid of the confusion, 3,000 people who did not speak the same language were filled with the Holy Ghost and unity and clarity came back to Jerusalem by the reversal of what God did that moment. And so, being born again and embracing the things of God I don't know how long I've been going, but I've got a few more points. Luke 17, 21 says this about the kingdom of God. It is inside of you. It's inside of you. 
Hallelujah. That means when you leave this building and the enemy tries to do something to you before the night's out, you got the kingdom of God inside of you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm fighting a health issue right now in my body with high blood pressure. Never had it before in my life. Don't know why I have it. It's an attack of the devil. So what I've been doing is I've just been telling the Lord, I said, this is your house. And you got a demon called high blood pressure that's trying to mess with your house. And I will not yield to it. I resist it by the power of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God is in me. So I will not have high blood pressure in the future. Soon as I convince this demon spirit that it has to leave, it'll leave by the power of God. The kingdom of God is in you right now. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. The kingdom of God is in you. It's 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 in you. Hallelujah. Do not bow down. Do not tell the devil, I give up. No, the kingdom of God is in you. Stand up in the Holy Ghost. Look that devil in the eye and say, not today. First Corinthians 15, 15 says this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. What God is doing in this hour will not come through natural means. Hallelujah. It's not flesh and blood. It's not natural things. The Bible talks about that the kingdom of God is yours and mine's inheritance. That when we cross over into eternity, the Lord will say, your inheritance is the kingdom of God. But right now, the Lord is reestablishing the kingdom of Jesus Christ in the earth. And this is why most of us that are, you know, 55, 65, 70 years old, we never dreamed we would see America like it is. Never in a million years. And it happened in two years. It's incredible how rapidly we watched the world change. Why? Because the enemy knew that God is coming so quickly and he is moving at such a speed that unless they did something quickly, I believe they sat in rooms and they strategized and said, we better change the speed of what we're doing and implement things because they're terrified of what God is doing in this hour. And we're seeing now that everything they have tried is beginning to fall by the wayside. Did you know that they recently came out and said vaccinated people and unvaccinated people? There's no difference now. That they finally decided that masks never did work. Woo! Supreme Court ruled that the vaccine's not a vaccine because it alters the DNA of people. The point is, is that you've got to be discerning in the Holy Ghost because we are well on our way to achieving extraordinary victory. Hallelujah. We are not defeated. We're not going backwards. Oh, when you look at what we have right now, this ain't going backwards. And can I tell you that 
even though I'm preaching to you in this building, you're really just the studio audience. Because we have a couple hundred thousand people around the world that watch. So it's not just here. We just get to be in the actual building. But God is doing something extraordinary by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why we don't need to worry about our building. God's already got that fixed. He already knows what he's going to do. God can do anything. God will just, he will surprise you. I opened up the mail this week and some little, I don't know who they are. I opened up, you know, we get checks sent to the church, and I opened them. Look, it was just a little personal check. It said $100,000. It's, can I tell you that? We didn't have that kind of offering in an entire year completely total when I passed your resting place. But what God is doing, he's saying, I can do anything I want. He said, watch. He says, it takes money to advance the kingdom of the Lord. Also, I'll tell you this. Wherever we're going takes millions of dollars. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that there are millions of dollars coming in to the kingdom of the Lord. That's part of the kingdom of God. That which God births, he also pays for by the spirit of the Lord. We used to think in terms of, you know, well, we got to have a building program and we got to have a stewardship program and we got to go to the bank and get a good interest. Listen, we're past that all the way. We're going to write checks for 10, 15, 20 million dollars for what God wants to do in the name of the Lord. You say, why? Because the last thing God needs is for us to come together and spend a half hour every Sunday trying to get everybody to open up their pocketbooks. Listen, if it is the will of God, you don't have to spend a bunch of time on offerings. You just say, quote it, give it, and let's move on and have church and watch what God does because God is God and we're going to let the Lord take care of what he wants to take care of. Hear me. I am getting ready, saith the Lord, to take the way of the sinner, and I am going to give it to the righteous. The heavens are open, saith God, in this hour. You have not seen, you have not heard of the abundance, and I am getting ready to descend upon the house of the Lord. You cannot tithe for 30 and 40 years, and God not give you a harvest. Hallelujah. 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 I curse and devour today in this building in the name of the Lord. This is a giving church. This is a faith church. Can I tell you, we're going to raise up churches all over the world by the power of God. We're going to do it in the Ukraine. We're going to do it in Russia. We're going to do it in the Philippines. Just say, hi, God is going to funnel it through us, and we're going to bless nations by the power of the Lord. You say, Pastor, then why the kingdom of God is so powerful? Why have I had such a difficulty trying to operate in it? Acts 14, 22, through much tribulation do we enter 
into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Marty and Evangeline, where are you at? Just raise your hand right there. Evangeline almost died several times. They opened her up and left her open for weeks. She had wounds that would not close. They would call in the children. She spent Christmas and Thanksgiving at death's door in the hospital. Marty got, they both got COVID. They have been to hell and back. May you terrify the kingdom of darkness. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have no idea what people go through unless you've been there. When I watched her stand there today, I thought, oh, only God knows the gratitude that's coming out of that woman for the things of the Lord, that we did not have a funeral for you, Evangeline, but you are alive and well by the power of God. And many, many of you all over this building, you have gone through so much tribulation. You have gone through so much difficulty. But can I tell you, if you can survive your moments of tribulation, once you enter into the kingdom of God, there is a level of breakthrough by the power of the Lord and that the blessing of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. I truly believe that there is another level that all of us are going to operate in. But not just, not just preachers. God wants you to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I, I was meeting with Doug. Raise your hand. Doug's been, in, he's, he's taught on, on the gifts of the Spirit for years, over 20 years. He's very, very good at it. And we're talking about that, having that class in here because we want balance. But you need to hunger for the gifts. The Bible says covet the best gifts. So I was talking, I said, we want the gifts to operate. We just don't want to get off course. If we can operate in the gifts of the Spirit, hallelujah, those are abilities that God gives us to advance the kingdom of the Lord. How many of you feel like you've been through some tribulation? Oh, my God. You can't be a Christian and not feel like all hell just singled you out. I remember Jeff, what, two years, a year and a half ago, he was dying from COVID. And yet here he is today, alive and well. I mean, <laughs> hooked up the machines. The devil hates you folks. He hates me. He hates you. Why? Because we didn't let tribulation, as Paul said, separate us. From the love of God. Jesus in John 18, 36 told Pilate, he said, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered 
to the Jews. He understood this, and the church has missed this. Whether it's abortion, we want to stand in front of a, cl a clinic with placards and protest abortion. That doesn't stop anything. That just makes people mad. Take the same amount of time that you're putting into protesting and going to jail, have a Holy Ghost prayer meeting all night, and see which one works the best. This is why Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Because there were a whole bunch of the disciples that were looking at Jesus, and they, they knew what he could do. And they wanted him. He said, I could call legions of angels down, 72,000 angels down if I wanted to, to free me from what I am being put to. But he said, my kingdom is not in this natural realm. So if I leave the cross, I don't accomplish what the kingdom of God needs accomplished. He said, my kingdom is a spirit realm, and I'm headed into the gates of hell to set the Old Testament saints free. When he arose from the dead, he said, I am he who was dead, but I am alive forevermore. Oh, God, we want our own building, but can I tell you, we can put up a tent if we have to uh, because the kingdom of God uh, is not nuts and bolts, boards and windows, uh, but it is the spirit of God that's inside of you. Uh, it's your faith. Uh, it is your prayer life. Uh, it is your declaration uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, that when the enemy cometh in like a flood, uh, the spirit of God in you uh, looks at the devil and says no. So the spirit of the kingdom of God is not running for office. I think it's great for Christians to run for office. But we are not, that's not our key. We've never had a president that spoke in tongues. Probably never will. Unless we get Trump back in there and he gets filled with the Holy Ghost. And anything can happen. Now, that would be a sight, wouldn't it? That's where you'd say, done seen it all. There ain't nothing that God cannot do. But Jesus understood it's not the natural realm that is his kingdom. He said, I don't need you to fight for me in the natural. He said, my victory, hallelujah, is in the spirit realm. So as we end this, <clears throat> Jesus was speaking of John the Baptist. And, of course, we know John was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And um, in Matthew 11 and 12, said, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent have taken it by force. I really preach this out of context most of my ministry because I didn't understand this scripture. This, I always preached, you know, that we got to get violent in God because the kingdom of God. So that's not what Jesus was talking about. When you go back and you break this scripture down, he said, until the days of John the Baptist, he said, <clears throat> the kingdom of God has had to put up with violence. 
He said, the enemy has come against the kingdom of God with great violence. That there are those who are trying to take the kingdom of God through natural means. And he said, it has suffered greatly. But then he said this, but know this, he who is least in the kingdom of God is now greater than John the Baptist. And he said, there has, um, those been born among women, there has never been a greater man or prophet than John the Baptist. But he said, the dichotomy of going from Old Testament to a New Testament kingdom of God is so great that from this time on, hallelujah, you don't have to put up with this mess. He said, he who is the least among you is greater than John the Baptist. <clears throat> that a Jezebel spirit in Herodias could take his head off. But the Lord was saying there's coming a day that even the child in the kingdom of God has so much power in them because the kingdom of God is within them that when the enemy comes in with violence to shut you down, to destroy you, to wound you, to steal from you, the Lord said, hallelujah, you now have power over all the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. This is why we will never stop believing in divine healing. This is why we have authority. This is why I preach deliverance to the homosexual community. It's because God can set them free. This is why I tell you men that are hooked on pornography under the sound of my voice today, God is going to set you free by the power of the Lord. This is why we are not going to bow down to this evil government in the earth because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. It is the intent and the will of God. The kingdom of God is raising up you and I for this hour in the power of the Holy Ghost. Stand with me. Hallelujah. What makes you and I great is that we have been born of the Spirit. Now I'm not born of a woman. So now we have the DNA of Jesus. So whatever you are dealing with today, you have the kingdom of God in you. Hallelujah. You have the kingdom of God in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. History records in more than one instance 
when Rome was persecuting and martyring the Christians, that as the Roman soldiers would stand them up for execution or tie them to a stake to be burned, that these Christians had such a spirit of God upon them that many times the Roman soldiers would lay down their swords, take off their armor, and stand next to them to be martyred alongside them because of the power of the kingdom of God. Put your hand on your heart. In the name of the Lord, Father, I ask you that this blanket of heaviness that's been on our nation, that God has been on other nations around the earth, I ask you, Lord, that as you separated the waters and darkness from light in Genesis, God, I ask you right now this day that you would lift the spirit of darkness off of thy people off of humanity around the earth and God may the media have to report of the resounding resurgence of divine miracles that are beginning to take place throughout the earth in the name of Jesus. Now Lord on Regeneration Nashville those that are in the building and those that are watching online are members. I lift off of you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The powers of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness be broken today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Now God let the kingdom of the Lord begin to be birthed in their souls. In their spirits in the name of the Lord hallelujah 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 may you get a revelation that God is inside of you I'm telling there's something happening in the atmosphere Sunday. Listen, come on, let's run to the altar. There's something being released right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of you today are going to encounter something you've never experienced in your entire life. Right now, as you're coming to this altar, there is a release of the power of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 May God begin to birth inside of you right now. Hallelujah. All over this building, I want you to raise your hands. I want you to think about the biggest stronghold in your life right now. The biggest harassment. The enemy that's trying to come against you. Release the kingdom of God that's in you right now against that thing. Hallelujah. I heard God say, preach on the kingdom of God today. Hallelujah. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Change your world. Change your world right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
hallelujah, Lord, that strongholds are falling right now by the power of God. Oh, businesses are being reversed. Marriages are being healed. Sickness is leaving your body. All your children are being set free. Bondages are being broken right now in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Loose your prayer language. Loose the Holy Ghost in you. Enter into the kingdom of God with the authority of Jesus' power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God charge you right now. Bible said that when the Israelites went into Canaan land, not one of them went in feeble. May God right now heal every member of this church in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I'm asking you to display your power by right now healing every single person under the sound of my voice on the airwaves, God, on the internet. Hallelujah, Lord, inside of this building. May the Lord, may the Lord, hallelujah, heal your bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Gloria Sunday, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's in you, it's in you, it's in you. Paul said, exercise that gift. Never give up. One speech by Churchill to a group of people changed the nation of England when he stood up. They were waiting for some great, beautiful speech. That old voice scarred by many cigars. He said, don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't give up. You got the kingdom of God in you. Hallelujah. God trying to rule inside of you. Let the roar, the light of Judah come up out of your spirit. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The battle's been fixed. Jesus fixed the fight. We win. We win. You got something you want to lead us in?
Pastor, this is Wendy from Kentucky. She has abdominal cancer, seven legions, mental disability. Wendy. Amen. Amen. This is the kingdom of God right here. Hallelujah. We're going to keep praying, and God's going to do it. Now, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we just speak over Wendy's body. Lord Jesus, God, you've already done it in the spirit. Now, Lord, we thank you that the kingdom of God is within Wendy. Oh, hallelujah, the power of the Holy Ghost, the fire of God. May the fire of God course through your body, Wendy. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Now, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're healing, Wendy, in the name of the Lord. Oh, Jesus, someday, hallelujah, hallelujah, the fire of God. Oh, hallelujah, God, in every organ of her body, in her mind, and Lord, in every DNA cell of her body, we loose. Hallelujah, we invoke the kingdom of the Lord, the kingdom of the Lord, the kingdom of the Lord be your portion today in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, we declare from this moment on that, God, you reverse, oh, God, that you reverse. Hallelujah, Lord, everything that the enemy has put on this lady. In the name of Jesus, now according to your word, so be it, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Now, God, we praise you. Lord, I praise you. Shatalabobosande. God, I praise you, Lord. I thank you, God, that the devil is a liar, that, oh, Lord, you relish in these moments. Thank you, God, that you've done it in Jesus' name by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor, this is Bruce and Beatrice. They've come all the way from Arizona for this moment. And he has um, prostate cancer. Bruce? And she has diabetes, heart issues, thyroid, neck fusion with constant pain. And they're coming for a miracle today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now in the name of the Lord, God, we loose the power of the Holy Ghost. That, oh, Lord, that, oh, God, that you have said is our portion. I loose the kingdom of God. Lord, I loose the kingdom of God. Lord, they drove all this way, flew all this way. Now, Lord, for this moment, 
Oh, I command every spirit of sickness. Leave their body in the name of Jesus. Now, oh, Lord, I see you. Hallelujah and glory. Oh, Lord, open up the heavens. Open up the heavens, God. Open up the heavens over them. That, God, when they go back home, they go healed, full of the power of the Holy Ghost. No sickness, no cancer, no neck problems, no diabetes, Lord. Nothing in the name of Jesus. The fullness of the Lord be your portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. How many are going to go home and say, I'm going to change the way I think? You are greater than John the Baptist. Jesus said that. You are greater than John the Baptist. <clears throat> because you are in the dimension of the new kingdom, not the Old Testament. Glad you came to church. <clears throat> now, in our October conference, every single seat is already filled. We had to shut it down because we had, we had too many people trying to register, so if you register, um, you better thank God you register because unless God gives us a bigger uh, auditorium, uh, we're going to be somewhere around 3,000 people. But we're going to have a, an amazing conference. I believe that God's going to do some powerful things, some glorious things. Uh, I personally really looking forward to hearing Jonathan Kahn. Uh, we just think it's going to be great. And so uh, I know we're going to have a great time. Where's my wife? You got anything? Always. I think, I think it's time. How, how many of you have the kingdom of God in you? So let's just activate it. Let's just turn. I want a woman to turn to a woman. I want a man to turn to a man. Let's just start praying. Come on, if you feel comfortable, just turn, turn to someone. Unless it's your wife, your husband, unless you came with them. Come on, I, would, I want you to, look, we walk this out. We've heard the word, now we walk it out. Hey, ha, row, come on, church. Robo soto torabaka. I break every assault, every assignment of the enemy sin against my brothers and sisters and you online. I take authority in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. I take authority over that spirit of heaviness. I take authority over the fear of the future. I take authority over every sickness and disease. In the name of Jesus, I lose the power of God for we've been given power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the devil. Come on, church, lift it up. Robo soto roco, rabakaya, rosto rabashatarabak. Break every spirit.
your brother and sister right now in the name of Jesus decree decree healing and blessing from on high in Jesus name now let's give the Lord Jesus Christ the greatest shout come on the greatest shout come on church so God's not done yet Jesus hallelujah before we go before we go let's birth some babies you want to do that let's just give somebody an opportunity to receive Jesus and enter in to the kingdom and the family of God every head bowed every eye closed nobody looking around now I'm not gonna shine a spotlight on you I'm not gonna make you come down front but I want you to leave this room today sure that you know that you know that you're born again into the family of God. If that's you today, I want you to slip your hand up and say, Pastor Candy, pray for me. Yes, ma'am, I see. Anybody else, just slip your hand up. Jesus loves you. Yes, ma'am, I see. Yes, sir, I see. Anybody else? Anybody else? Jesus loves you. It's a good day to receive Jesus. All right, all right. I want us to pray from front to back and side to side. Everybody repeat this prayer after me. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I confess that I'm a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died on a cross and he rose again that I could have an eternal life. So Lord, would you come into my heart? Would you be Lord of my life? Would you wash me with the precious blood of Jesus? I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give Jesus a hand clap of praise. Give Jesus a hand clap of praise. I got good news for you. Now you're a new creation. Now you're a new creation. You're a new creation. I have a wonderful team that has uh, uh, books and stuff. They just want to give you a, just a little tutorial on living for Jesus. I think they got a Bible for you. I want Dan and Vicki Aarons. I want, I want the Hobbs. Where's Chuck and Ellen Hobbs right here? I got some folks. I tell you what, why don't, why don't my prayer team, y'all stand up on this step right here. Find your way to this step. If you gave your heart to Jesus today, these people right here, they want to they wanna just give you some material. Are you glad you came to church? So you know what? I forgot to tell you. I don't think I told you, but I love you. If no one's told you today that they love you, I want to be the first. I love you. I double dog dare you to turn around to about three or four people and say, I love you. I love you. Come on. I love you. I love you. Yeah, God is good. All right. Come on, Jasmine. To depend upon his word. Yes, I've learned to depend upon his word.
for tuning in. For more information about KCM International or Regeneration Nashville, go to KentChristmas.org or RegenerationNashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.